0: KTXX FM and HD1 BK, KTAEAM Eldon, K270CO Round Rock. Guests on the horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit VaquerosCafe.com <laughs> With a cane pole in his hand Like a of trim sitting down by the street But he's to cope his play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them well, a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that Put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead, and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going. Oh, can you hear him? Can you hear him? Yes, go. Are you good? All right, can you hear me out there? Come in. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me out there. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's just do this then. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home. Sort of, kind of live with you every... Sunday morning 7 to 9 a.m. Central Time or 24-7-365 at your favorite podcast platform as The Outdoor Zone. My name is T.J. Graney and the bunkhouse with me today is The Beef.
1: Oh yeah. Whoa.
0: And Cody Ryan is on his second of, uh, second of I don't know how many I think he does. Five, six, seven uh, tournaments and NPF uh, no FLW tournaments. And I know I'll, I know it's not FLW. You guys just can roast me online. <laughs> uh, but you know what he's doing and you know where he is. You follow him, Cody Ryan Granny, on our social media, or you can just follow us, 7 365 Just go to the outdoorzone.com. Uh, the ranch hands, Cole's ranch hand today, got here early, got made sure the old potbelly stove got fired up, gate open and, uh, some foil on the antenna and we're having uh, a little bit, I'm having some technical difficulties cause I'm not hearing myself as I'm supposed to, but, uh, she's not that- hearing myself talk a lot in Long enough, you got the cup, got a pot of coffee because here. That is one of the, the things when you can snap stove, your so. wrists and get that club through there. It is a speeder, it's a speeder upper.
1: Mm. Okay,
0: uh, <laughs> all right, welcome, well, welcome. Beef. I don't hear you at all.
1: Oh, you don't? Okay, well, I'm not sure, um, where we are right now. I mean, I know where we are. <laughs> but I want to, I don't know why you you can't hear anything. You should. Uh, okay.
0: I hear you a little bit there.
1: You heard me? Yeah. Now? Oh my gosh, this makes great radio, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, oh my gosh. So I just, uh just want to enjoy the cool air yesterday. It was. I know. I got. I was on the phone with the buddy yesterday. Who's in? Uh, he is in. Not Idaho. Uh, he is in. Oh my gosh! Uh, steam? Not steamboat. Uh, what? Where do they do the film festival? The very. The, in Utah, right? Yeah, Utah. Yeah, Utah. So he's in Utah. and As Sundance. Sundance, Utah, over a hundred he was on his roof, scooping the snow off. You could go straight from his roof and step off his roof into the snow. Huh. He said they had over a hundred inches of snow and uh and they were expecting like twenty four more inches today and yes tomorrow and uh or today, I guess it was, and uh he said it's just been like a snow year like none other. And apparently, L.A. got snow.
1: Oh yeah, I heard that. That must have been crazy, huh?
0: Oh my gosh, can you imagine? They and they were, you know, they're complaining they needed water. Well, there's gonna be some water when this stuff melts off. There's gonna be some flooding. Uh Like, I think that's the only ever seen.
1: People say that's the only way to overcome a drought is to have flooding.
0: Well, that's right. how it happens around here, right? We, uh, how the uh, the Lake Travis or one of the lakes here, Lake Travis, typically will be down to like, you know, twelve inches or something, and and uh, and then in two mm-hmm. days the storm will come through and it'll just fill it back up. Everybody's like, it's never going to come back. It's never <laughs> going to come back, and then it's back all the way, full mm-hmm. overflowing.
1: And then Cody gets mad because LCRA decides that they're going to push some downstream, and we have to hear about that. <clears throat>
0: well, we got we do got the rice farmers got to take care of the rice farmers, and uh, and the alligator hunting, and the crawfish farms, <laughs> and all the stuff that needs water down there in the swamps too. My yep. golly!
1: No, it was a but, fantastic day out yesterday.
0: Oh man.
1: I mean, I so, I ended up I didn't have any uh, young labor, so I did it myself and stacking all that firewood that I had gone around and collected, God's manta from above, and uh, the firewood that uh, was abundant around Austin and Central Texas from the oak apocalypse that we I discovered. heard there
0: was a there's a company that I buy I actually buy their mulch from them mm-hmm. it's a Texas mulching company they're, they're based around here and uh, in, in Texas and in Austin and they were saying oh yeah drop off your drop <laughs> off your branches over here and we'll take them yeah. and they actually have two locations operating right now and man they're getting people to bring them product and they grind it up and then they sell it back to those people
1: ah,
0: awesome They're Brilliant. It's like Goodwill. It's a brilliant model.
1: <laughs> well, Goodwill's doing something for good. So I I don't know, right? I mean,
0: well, they're a they're a, from what I understand they're a for-profit company. So I mean, they're making money too. There's people getting paid at Goodwill. Bye. Not just the people that need jobs, but the people at the top. They it's a brilliant model. Bring me for stuff for free and then I'll sell it back to you. Do you think that would ever work in the outdoor
1: or the uh, hunting community? I mean, you know, as well as I do, the bags of camo that we get donated to our local KOZ chapter, you know. Someone will come over and, here's a whole bag, this is, and you're like, wow. My son
0: used it for one season and then he grew a foot and a half.
1: Right. I'm wondering if there's a, you know, like the great outdoor will. Or something that well mrs
0: craney is is got that in her in her mind that she uh, thinks that'd be a good idea and they have a great they have a great model uh in smithville texas uh near the world headquarters they have a a, a church uh or a faith based organ nonprofit organization they're only they're only open i think friday and saturday hmm. And, the, and then they only have certain days that you can drop stuff off. And besides that, uh, they got volunteers that come in there and sort everything. But the money they make, they give out grants. And they give out a ton of money in grants because they make a lot of money.
1: That's a good idea.
0: Uh, they do really well, but they're constantly giving away money. You can apply for it and they're constantly giving away money.
1: So do you think and, uh, do you think outdoorsmen uh you know middle-aged outdoorsmen as we'll just call them would go and go to a store like that a secondhand and shop for stuff for outdoor outdoor things maybe a backpacks or camo <laughs> or uh
0: boots? I don't know I'd go in there if I was a if there was one and You so- know but I would want to know too like I would want to know that the clothes were washed and, and you know, hung up and made to look nice. I just wouldn't want to dig through a big old barrel full of old funky <laughs> camo stuff. You know, I mean, that stuff's probably got blood on it and who knows what else. Oh, my gosh. Well,
1: I right? just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, I don't know, man. People are kind of weird that way. They get into hunting... And they just want to, um, they, they don't want to, they want it to be their own. That's what I've experienced. Except for at the deer lease, we, everything that we do is kind of like a badge of honor to bring something free that you picked up along the road and utilize it at the deer lease as a chair
0: or a couch or we got this refrigerator. Yeah, I've, I've done, done plenty of that, but you're talking about, and, but i I would venture to say a whole bunch of my stuff's either really, really old, or it's been secondhand. I I don't go out and buy really expensive stuff, so, I mean, I like it. I like the really nice new camo and stuff. Um, one thing that I do really think needs to be paid attention to is McBride's Guns the way uh, society's pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops. The one we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's Guns. Family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Uh, Whether you're looking for a rifle, shotgun, personal carry, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. McBride's has a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, or modify those firearms. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun? They have them. Go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choice. McBride's Guns, same place for years, corner 30th and Lamar. You can call them 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. All right, we'll take a break. Come back on the flip side. We got some giant bass being caught in Texas. We're gonna talk a little bit about that. And a father and son who caught a massive alligator gar in Alabama. It's all one place. The outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse. 247 7 the theoutdoorzone.com. Welcome back it's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse uh, TJ Graney. oh sorry about this folks we you know this whole you being out here way out in the middle of nowhere and you're dealing with all the stuff that happens out in the country. Uh, occasionally, we get we get a little bit of, you know, having to deal with these issues of getting the wires all connected together and everything. So, um, just thank you for being a, a good listener and uh, staying in your seats and behaving. <laughs> uh, Niall Maxwell Supercenter, this News is big. Zero percent financing? Can you believe that? Zero. Mm-hmm. There's some place where you can get zero percent financing for seventy two months is back right now during our President's Day sales event at Niall Maxwell Supercenter on twenty twenty two Lone Star Quad Cab. You heard right. Zero percent financing for seventy two months is back, and in and in financing savings alone, that's over twelve thousand dollars been thinking about electric on Jeep Wrangler 4x ease this is your last call for that $7500 tax credit you can take delivery by if you take delivery by 3123 president's day sales event savings have already started from your ram jeep experts in austin for best selection at Nile Maxwell, and, and Nile Maxwell's promise to beat any competitor's price. Go see the experts in Central Texas at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, six twenty and one eighty three in Austin, or online at Nile Maxwell Supercenter Nice. So you
1: okay. wanted to, you wanted to talk about you wanted you you and I wanted to talk about the share lunkers and all the stuff that's so going the, on.
0: So. OHIV is in every, it seems like every couple of years, there's a different, there's a different lake in Texas that's just pumping out these 13, 14, 15, 16 pound bass, 17 pound bass. And um, there's been a string of them this spring at OHIV, which is the hot lake in Texas now. I mean, there was Lake, even Lake Austin and downtown Austin had a, a period of time where people were coming from everywhere because they were catching those, they're slamming those uh, monster 14 pound largemouth bass. And OHIV is happening right now. They, uh, let's see, Texas Fisherman reels in one of the heaviest largemouth bass in state history. Jason Kahn caught the eighth heaviest largemouth bass in the state. In the state's history, this is record book stuff on OHIV, it weighed seventeen pounds. Seventeen pounds. A seven pound bass is a monster <laughs> largemouth bass. A seven pound. That's that's two of those, plus another little one swimming by. Beast. OHIV is a re- reservoir that sits 55 miles east of San Angelo, Texas and is open to anglers who are seeking bass, catfish, and crappie hmm. and I just thought man, now I don't know that I'd want to go there, it seems like almost where everybody there is, uh while everybody's over there and everybody's slamming them mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. It just doesn't seem, it, it's almost too set up or something. I don't know. I, I I guess it'd be nice to, you know, catch a 17 pound. Well,
1: from what I hear, there's about six or seven that are doing the share, you know, that are catching share lunkers or real close.
0: I heard oh, dude, a story about you one you that was mm-hmm. All the share lunker news is coming out of OHIV. I mean, there's a little bit, but it was like fork. For years it was Lake fork where everybody went and in Lake Fork, you can still catch the big bass but the the number one state record is out of Lake fork it was uh a guy named uh barry saint Clair Barry St Clair was the guy who caught an eighteen point eighteen bass that- back in uh nineteen ninety two January of 1992. It I heard that 18.8 a... 18.8 pounds, 25 inches left to right. That's Man. huge, dude.
1: I heard there was a 15-pound bass caught on Travis. Yeah? Yeah, not very... Or just recently. Like in the last... Well,
0: that's just... Month. Now, see, now, now you catch a... You catch a, a 10, a 12, 15-pound bass on Lake Travis... Now, it just seems like, okay, that, that's, that, you had to fish hard for that one, or you had to, that, that one's not almost, I don't, I don't want to say given, because I know these guys are fishing hard to to catch these big fish on the OHIV, but I don't know. It just seems like a different fish, uh, when you catch one on someplace, on a, on a lake where they're not catching them every other day, over 14 pounds. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like, mm -hmm. it's, well, I don't want to, I don't want to say it's kind of like going to a high fence ranch.
1: Oh, are we going to start that conversation again?
0: Yeah, no. Oh
1: man.
0: Right now, right now, I mean, you just know what's there. And so it's interesting. It's interesting. And and I'm happy for them. Well, I think Uh, they're doing a a
1: good program, right? I mean. They're bringing the share lunkers back and they're reproducing and they're able to go, you know, re put them back in again, in the same lake, in the same yeah, spot. I mean,
0: I mean, we've been, we've been fans of share lunker since they started. I thought it was a, a smart way to grow native bass. Uh, I heard somebody course, got it. I a... don't think, I don't think any of these big fish are, are fully native. I think they brought them up. There's a, a Florida bloodline in them that they brought up.
1: I think it's called the Lone Star Bass now where they've mixed the two together and uh, have some of that Florida strand in them and, uh, and now they're making the Lone Star Bass. So, of course, Texas, right? You gotta well, make your we, own. And
0: I didn't get a chance to, to mention that uh, Alabama father that and son that caught the alligator gar uh 162 pound alligator gar in uh, uh, they caught it in uh, Alabama 162 pounds
1: I wonder how long they fought to to get that in
0: (laughs) well it's almost a scary deal it's almost scary hey Altrua HealthShare Finding affordable, top-quality health care options can be tricky for sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are are self-employed. Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a power alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Depending on which level of membership someone chooses, there are options for telemedicine, counseling service, maternity services, and much, much more. Members can see almost any provider or facility. You can find out how much you can save by going to MyShare.org. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. MyShare.org, MyShare.org. Altrua HealthShare is one of Cody's sponsors this year, so follow him on all his stuff, Cody Graney. Uh... On social media, just go to theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, we'll be back right after this. We got uh, news of the weird coming up, and it's really strange. So it's all in one place The Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24 7, 365 at The Outdoor Zone. Hello, I'm Corey Dale Wood, and you're listening to The Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's a day I had a 12.5, 50 yards away. All right, welcome back. It's the Never Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. In yep, it's the you know, number one outdoor show in Texas. Now you can follow us, each one of us. You can follow myself. You can follow Beefsteak. You can follow Cody Ryan as he fishes the tournament trail, professional tournament trail. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com and click on any of our links to find out what we're doing, what we're posting. Love to have you post on the Outdoor Zone Facebook page. And uh, show us what you're hunting, cooking, cleaning, killing. Come on now.
1: Hey, TJ, did you know that there's a place where you can take your automobile and they will do warranty work? They're authorized to do the warranty work. And if you bought your car at CarMax, they're one of the people that can take care of all your warranty. That's Sun Automotive. You know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. And it can be hard to find a mechanic that you trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. We've been a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do. And we want to be the place you bring your vehicle any time it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You know, is it time to visit? Are you ready to go? Well, I use the location over at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, or uh, maybe Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials all week. Just go to sunautoservice.com.
0: All right, now it's time for our News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. All right. So I watched this movie. I can't remember the name of it, so that's probably not the way to start this conversation. uh, Because people go, (laughs) well,. Tell us the name of the movie. We could watch it if you liked it. Um, but it was uh, in one part of the movie they were flying these drones the size of a fly. Yeah. And they flew them into these rooms where these terrorists were, so they could see what was going on in the in the uh, rooms inside the buildings. And uh, and I always thought, man, that's brilliant. Surely that's surely that's something that they're working on. Surely that's something that, you know, we're getting to a point where these micro drones can, uh, can be used in, in stuff like that, Mm -hmm. which I, I mean, in one hand, of course, it could be kind of scary, freaky, whatever. But on the other hand, uh, man, for warfare and stuff like that. Yeah, I can see it happening. Well, uh. It says here, researchers are stuffing drones into taxidermy birds to make them seem more natural. Why spend all that time building and fine-tuning robots that mimic birds when you can just stuff robots in dead bird bodies? Oh, man. It's hardly that simple, but a recent project, courtesy of Mustafa Hassanalian, and I don't understand who who that is, but... Uh, And their fellow New Mexico tech colleagues put the peculiar idea to the test. So these guys were taking these drones and they were getting uh, from taxidermy shops and getting parts and pieces of different birds. And they used different wings, different bird heads, uh, different bird body parts. And they were wrapping these drones Mm -hmm. and they were, uh, using them to fly these, uh, to create these fake birds. Uh, I mean, they're just trying to figure out ways to do different drones, right? But it was it was pretty interesting. Uh, the team who presented their work in late January at the American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics SciTech Forum. Design new systems relying on taxidermy bird parts and artificial wing setups to mirror their formerly living avian inspirations. As new scientists also highlighted on Tuesday, the group technically built two dead bird bots mm-hmm. one fusing artificial body parts with an actual pheasant's head and feathers, as well as a mechanical body combined with real pigeon wings. I think the techno taxidermy models perhaps unsurprisingly lag considering behind their living counterparts maneuverability, speed, and grace in maneuverability, speed, and grace. Currently, however, the featherly drones can glide, hover in place, and soar higher on hot thermal currents. Just don't expect them to do anything elegant, uh, judging from the videos that we watched. Of course, any plans will require a bit more delving into the ethics and research guidelines for using deceased birds for future tinkering. And before you ask, don't worry. They worked with a nearby taxidermy artist to source the drones, natural components. No real birds were physically harmed in the making of the drones.
1: No real birds. You mean no alive birds.
0: First of all, if they're using pheasant and dove and, Somebody busted those things out of the sky.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: They didn't, you know, I, I, maybe they went to a bird farm. I don't know, but no real birds physically harmed in the making of the drones. But it remains to be seen if any living animals will suffer psychologically from the potentially from potentially seeing these cyborg cousins snapping spy photos of them. Oh, day. my.
1: So you do have to I, wonder Why? why why are people working on this what what do you think
0: what do you mean why of course we you know why they're doing it they're trying to come up with spy drones they're trying to come up with secret ways to for the man to watch what you're doing
1: <laughs> you mean the tax it's- man to fly over your property and to oh, sit man, there and they, look at what you're guys, building. The,
0: the tax man don't hide; he's got no reason to hide. But when Big Brother wants to see what's going on, uh, and not that I'm that I'm worried about it, but you know, it, 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 for me, I think warfare is where I, I go straight to thinking this is going to be good when these guys are trying to find some guys, you know, doing drug, uh, you know, dr- drug farms. In the national parks or, uh, you know, speed farms, or, oh, you know, well, I don't know. If you're a bad guy, you probably got to be looking over your shoulder. If you're a good guy, not so much. Um, but who knows? All right. You might just... be watching you on your deck and your <laughs> speedo and your hot tub smoking a cigar, and it might be a they may be interested in. Checking to make sure you're not breaking some kind of uh neighborhood law.
1: Well, that's why some I, rule. I you know bust a bust a pose before I get in and before I get out just to make sure that they got something good oh, for the God. camera.
0: Oh. Why do <laughs> I try to come up I with just something want to new. Erase that whole thing <laughs> out of my head. Oh man. Uh, anyway, it was it, I, it was weird. It was weird, but it's not unexpected, right? I mean,
1: I think it's just cool how they're um, how they're trying to de- use body parts, you know, and they're not afraid to. And yeah, you know, I one time at, at a conference I was at, they flew a drone uh, bird, looked like a hawk that had wings that moved up and down and it zoomed around. I mean, did a really good job, but it didn't look like a real bird. I mean, it, no, they
0: haven't got that part figured out yet. That's, I think that's the, what this is all
1: about. That. They're trying to use that in order to figure out how to get it more more lo, lo, lifelike.
0: I'll tell you what, what what they do, what does work. What does work, and Cody told me about it today, is PartsView.com. PartsView.com. Cody Ryan, uh, they're one of his sponsors, and one of our sponsors here on the show and they uh, he needed like these just these little washers just like a set of washers And he went online and he ordered them and they got delivered to him before he took off Parkview is an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs View's got a podcast talking boat fishing Uh, they uh, host discuss a wide range of topics of interest to boaters anglers and those who just love being on the water Parkview mission is to help boaters enjoy each and every day on the water. They offer more than 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands like Starbright, AFCO, Turning Point, Propellers, TH Marine, 303, Sea Choice, Sierra, Uniflex, and many, many others. PartsView prides itself on great prices, fast shopping, handy maintenance kits, helpful customer service, and resources to help boaters find exactly the right products for their engines. PartsView.com. PartsView.com. If you're a boater, you need to know. PartsView.com. Okay, coming back on the flip side, we got Game Board Field Notes. And uh, we're going to talk about some ice shanties. Hmm. And what you need to know about everything about ice shanties. So all that more. If it's only one place. Live in the Bunkhouse. 24-7, 365 at the outdoor on. Hey, I'm Randall Tharf, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Say something.
1: Here we go. All right. Well, we're back now. Thank you for uh, listening to The Outdoor Zone on The Outdoor Zone Radio Network. TJ Cody, and don't forget about Beefsteak. We're here every Sunday morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Or you can pick us up all week long on TheOutdoorZone.com. You can listen to us there. Or just go to your favorite podcast location and pick us up. We're all over. We're on Spotify and Stitch and SoundCloud and Apple and just go, the list goes on and on and on. And today, uh, TJ and I are working on this. Can you hear me, babe? And now I can hear you. You got those, man, you, you need to go out and do some squirrel shooting because they're they're chomping on your wires. I don't know what's going on with his, uh, with his wires, but what's going in, we can hear you. We we can hear okay. you TJ. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Yeah. Can you hear we me sure now? Can. We sure can.
0: Hey, welcome back. It's the outdoor zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Hey, I want to tell you about our buddies over at Keystone bank. Uh, man, I love having a banker that I can just pick up the phone, call over there and ask them questions about, uh, about, Uh, Maybe I'm looking for a piece of property. Maybe I'm trying to buy a car. Mrs. Graney's trying to get something done. Maybe we're trying to put something in a CD, a little something-something for later. Well, experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the Bank of Choice for Austin community members, family members, entrepreneurs, and the bunkhouse boys. We're Keystone Bank, founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team and operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. Banking at your fingertips, anywhere, anytime. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. You can visit one of our locations in person, 11,500 Bee Caves Road. West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone.bank, that's our bank of choice for the bunkhouse, base camp, uh, for uh, regulators in, uh, in the outdoor zone. Hey, now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. these are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement defenders of the outdoors these are true game warden field notes all right all right all right so hey uh Michigan Department of Natural Resources has put out a warning to those who have ice shanties on the lakes there, saying it's uh, abnormally warm and that you probably need to be considering getting your ice shanty off the ice soon. And I just thought that is really, really interesting. These people have had these fishing shacks or little buildings or my goodness, there's some of them that are just incredibly, (laughs) uh, you know, these modern pop-up shanties or like they call them shanties. I guess that's just from, you know, a hundred years they've called them shanties, but uh, it's just really interesting to me, but it said that it's been unusually warm. So it gets warm and then it gets cold again, but it makes the ice less uh, safe. And so bringing a snowmobile out there to pull your shanty off the ice or just trying to get it. And every year you see a vehicle that falls through the ice. I imagine there's plenty of them up there in the lakes. Uh, but I get I would guess that if you if your truck did fall through the ice, you'd probably have to get it out of there. I mean, they wouldn't just leave a vehicle in the water, would they?
1: No. Well, when they I mean, say don't fall they make through. have
0: to get it out? Aren't those people up there? Aren't, aren't our buddies in Michigan? I mean, they're they probably got wrecker trucks that are made for pulling vehicles out of the middle of the lake.
1: And the time that I spent in the frozen tundra. Whenever something would crack or break on the ice, uh, unless it was really small and heavy, it wouldn't go completely under. It would just crack in a certain area, lean just uh, like the wheels would go down uh, in the back or the front or the side, and it would just kind of hang there. It wasn't one of these things where, kabloosh and it went blur blub, 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 blub. Shanty
0: owners whose structures fall through the ice are subject to penalties of up to 30 days in jail, (laughs) fines up to $500 or both. If a shanty is removed by a government agency, the court can require the owner to reimburse that agency for up to three times the cost of removal. Son, they are serious about you getting that shanty off of there.
1: That's right. They don't want to go fish it out or they don't want to be at the bottom, I guess. Or go so save if, somebody
0: where imagine having a being a, a an ice fisherman and you have this cool shanty you've had for years and you got to pull it off the lake put it on a trailer I guess to haul it to the house and then keep it at the house till next year
1: it'd become the uh, playhouse for the kids in the backyard or the side yard right
0: oh I don't know I mean if it's anything else like you wouldn't want kids playing in your deer blind necessarily. No, you know, I mean, that's it's true. You're deer blind. It's
1: <laughs> it's sacred <you're> shanty. <laughs>
0: it's a religious place. It where is you sacred sit space. Yes.
1: So, have you ever been ice fishing? I have not, and I don't know if it needs to be on my bucket list or not on my outdoor bucket. I
0: list. haven't, but you know, one day I'm going to go visit some. Some K O Z guys up there somewhere in uh, somewhere Mich- up there in
1: Michigan,
0: Michigan, or that area, and uh, and I'm going to get an invite to go do that to go ice fishing. Hey, uh, that's it for the first hour. We're coming up. Uh, got the second hour coming up, and we're going to talk a little bit about this uh, Alec Baldwin and the shooting on Russ. And uh, it's a pretty serious topic, but we're going to go deep on it right here. It's The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. You only get it one place Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, or 24 7, 365 as a recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com. All right, we'll be back right after this.
1: All right, welcome back to The Bunkhouse. We are tuning in. Regulators, you know, you're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor radio show in Texas, right here on the Outdoor Zone radio network. We're available live every Sunday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., just like you all are right now, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com, or on any one of your podcast platforms that you may log into, uh, a lot of people do spotify but man you can use stitch or or itunes uh all the apple or the google or the the microsoft whatever you whatever you want to do during the week whatever is your podcast listening preference you can find us there just type in the outdoor zone and you'll be able to get to us all right tj are you listening can you hear us are you still got a uh, the wires crossed and that and that uh, squirrel that keeps getting up in there? We're gonna when TJ was uh, offline, he was talking as he came in. He was talking about Alec, Alec Baldwin and how he pleaded not guilty to the Rust shooting. And TJ, I think what you, what we probably both wanted to say is. That's probably just a lawyer um that's just a a lawyer speak for I want this thing to be pushed out a little bit farther. you gotta go and say, all right, I didn't do it because I've already said I didn't do it and um in in the uh article that we were talking about that there was a criminal defense attorney um his criminal defense attorney discusses the charges against, against Alec Baldwin in the shooting and um, of Helena Hutchins. Yeah, we can hear you. We're talking about the story.
0: I'm sorry about that. So uh...
1: that's okay. We're, we're just, I was, I was just saying that we heard, um, you know, that Alec Baldwin pleads not guilty, you know, to the fatal rust shooting. And I think that's just a ploy. Right.
0: First and first of all, I just want to say, um, any shooting, this is not a dig on Alec Baldwin. Uh this is not a di I mean, when it comes to an accidental shooting, uh this is just a um this is a commentary. This is a it is is thinking out loud. This is us sitting around this old potbelly stove with coffee in our hands just talking about this news item that's out there that happens to be about uh, a tragic shooting of a young lady on a movie set. And some of my thoughts about it, my, my first thought was, what in the world is a loaded firearm doing on a movie set?
1: Well, you know, you've heard the explanations that what they were um what they were doing is they were having some target practice, uh, you know, either earlier in the day or the day before.
0: They don't need target practice; they're not really shooting at anything.
1: Well, not the they're actors. making it. The armory people, the people that are you know actually doing the armory, they get together. They have a bunch, you know, they're in, they're enthusiasts about shooting, right? So okay, they. Okay.
0: Well, you maybe you can you okay okay
1: but and no there, so, there is a lot of talk about that why would so that... then
0: there's then there's the other side of this where uh, just the, the Alec Baldwin was is a woke dude <laughs> I mean he is like and you go back a couple of years not very far and he's on Saturday night Live making fun of Trump for gun control issues yet yet i mean serious mocking of president trump and and gun control and yet he he makes a movie or movies a series of movies a lot of these